Hello, Monetization Nation. Would you like some advice from an entrepreneur who has built a $2 billion real estate investment firm? As entrepreneurs, it is easy to become consumed in our work and schedules. Sometimes we get so focused on meeting a deadline or reaching a certain goal that we forget to focus on nurturing our most important relationships. In the last episode with Jeff Burningham, we discussed why entrepreneurs should never stop learning. In today's episode, we're going to discuss how we can maintain and grow healthy business and personal relationships. Tectonic shifts are constantly transforming the earth and business, causing destruction and huge growth opportunities. I'm Nathan William, the host of Monetization Nation, where we learn how to leverage business tectonic shifts to transform monetization. What do you consider the greatest home run you have hit in your career? That's a good question. Again, I, I go to people and I think of my partners at Peak Capital, Jeff Danley and Jamie Dunn. And I would probably said partnering with them was the biggest home run because it's all about the team. The best teams almost always win. That's not always true. We're in March Madness. Yeah. Sometimes on a one, you know, one day with different rims and a new arena someone can shoot the lights out, but over the long term, the best teams almost always win. And I was so fortunate to team up with uh, Jeff and Jamie early on, two of my best friends, two great partners. And so I think the longevity of that partnership um, was the biggest home run of my career, because not only has it certainly paid off financially over time, but more importantly, it's paid off interpersonally and and personally, as we have fun together and um, grow businesses together and our kids grow up together. And so I think that's yeah. the biggest home run for me. What's the biggest failure or mistake you've made in your, your career and, and what did you learn from it? It's so interesting. I think it's what I've talked about here on the podcast or earlier. It's, I'm a, you know me, Nathan, I'm, entrepreneurs are crazy. I'm speaking generally, they're just crazy. They're very type A, they're um, biased towards action. I am definitely have a bias towards action, yeah. not just talking, which, which made politics, by the way, very hard for me, as I found that politics was a lot of talking and not as much action. I'm used to a lot of action and not as much talking. And so I'm biased towards action. I can be impatient at times. And I'm very type A, driven by results, driven by um, outcomes, and that's what I'd say my mistake has been. I'm too often driven by outcomes when really, like I said at the beginning, to take us full circle, I think the outcome we really want are close, intimate relationships. Yes. And there have been times where um, maybe my close friendships and or my friendships or acquaintances, I haven't stayed as close to them as I should have. I haven't been as empathetic to them as I should have been. Um, and, and that sometimes has hurt relationships because, but it, it's not, I, I don't think it's a character flaw. It's not because my heart's in the wrong place. It's just, I am just so focused on the prize. It's sometimes, how you're wired. Yeah. Sometimes I lose perspective. Now I need to continue to chill out on that. I need to continue to back off on that. This time off, a little bit of time off or more time off is really hard for me in that regard. But I think it's also really good for me because it gives me time to think and to write and to talk to a lot of people on the podcast, et cetera. 
and remember that what really matters in the end are the relationships that we have. So I, you know, I feel bad for anyone in in the past that hasn't felt like I've loved them or treated them with the utmost respect and wanted the best for them because I certainly have, but sometimes my outward uh, actions probably haven't shown that because I'm just, I'm a competitive guy that wants. I am exactly the same way. And, and the way I look at it is it's a stick. And when you pick up a stick, you pick up two sides of the stick, right? You can't pick up a stick without picking up both sides of it. And the two sides of the stick are a superpower and, and a weakness on the other side of the stick. And like the best salesperson I've ever had, she is amazing and she's made me so much money but I would never hire her to handle my finances, right? She's not someone you'd ever want. And she would never want to handle financial accounting. And her, she has a strength in the relationship sales and she has a weakness in the meticulous detail-oriented you know, accounting side. And, and I think that's true with us too. And I think Heavenly Father or God gives us strengths and superpowers and and it's through those strengths and superpowers that we change the world. But with every strength or superpower, there is, there's an associated weakness that just comes with it. And that gives us humility. And that gives us the chance that we've got to focus on improving that and overcoming that and, and, and nurturing those relationships that may not come as naturally to us because we're focused on these results and getting things done and, and driving growth and, and that's how we're wired. Yeah. And that doesn't mean yeah. we, we should give up on the relationships, but it's, it's not what comes as naturally to us. Yeah. I've come to appreciate that. And I think a lot of what you said is true and, and right. What I wish we had more of is the wisdom, the patience, the foresight to understand that, you know, we're all flawed characters like my podcast, the extraordinary ordinary. We're all extraordinary in some ways. We're all very ordinary or worse in some ways. And so to kind of take both sides of the stick, accept the strengths with the weaknesses, you know, that's something I think that we can generally work on. And that comes with, uh, with time and experience and perspective. We're all a lot more alike than we are different. This is something I've been preaching on the campaign trail and after, you know, there's been so much polarization in politics, but just in life in general, whether you wear a mask or don't or how vigilant you are in mask wearing or not, you know, all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, regardless of all that, there's a lot more that binds us together and that makes us similar in our human experience that makes us different. And somehow, some way, for some reason, we forget that at times. And we create barriers, we create walls, we create contention when there doesn't need to be. And we need to remember, even if I voted one way and you voted another, gosh, we still have a lot more alike than we have different. So let's support each other in a in good ways that we can in areas of alignment and, and let's give each other grace and mercy in places where we don't see eye to eye. No, no one is exactly like us. We're all unique individuals. And so, yeah, I've been thinking a lot about that kind of stuff as you can imagine after running for governor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My wife and I have a, a core philosophy. And the core philosophy is just love. And as I, 
as I face hard situations or conflict in a relationship or a, a challenge or a, with an em, employer, or coworker, almost a hundred percent of the time when I don't know what to do, the answer to that problem or that challenge is just love. And at the core of the conflict, if I can get to a spot where I just love that person, where I give them grace, I give them mercy, I, I choose kindness, that is almost 100% of the time the right answer. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's talk about monetization for a minute. This show's about digital monetization. What is your best monetization strategy or secret? You concentrate to create wealth. There's no doubt about it. You diversify to keep wealth, but you concentrate to create wealth oftentimes. And so, and, and my contention with my kids and with you and your listeners, invest in yourself. Always pay yourself first. What I mean by that is if you make $100, you know, maybe contribute to a charity, take the next $10 and put it in your bank, like save it you know, or whatever the scale is. So always pay yourself, invest in yourself. You're going to be overweighted in yourself and or in your business, in your monetization strategy and your digital strategy for some time. But that's really how you create the J curve that uh, helps you create wealth. And then once you have wealth, you can diversify to kind of keep it, but you concentrate to make wealth. Um, I love it. Yep. So one of the best strategies I've seen over my career with digital monetization is this concept called tectonic shifts. Um, think of like the, the tectonic shift from bricks and mortar businesses to internet businesses or from yellow pages to search engines or from uh, desktop computers to smartphones, right? These tectonic shifts that fundamentally change how business operates. Yeah. Um, what do you think are the biggest tectonic shifts or, or some of the biggest tectonic shifts that are affecting the business landscape today? I mean, obviously the future of work is something, you know, I'm in my yes. home office, you know, usually if we would have done this at three or four o'clock on an afternoon, I would have always been in my office. I'm in my home office now at least half of the time, let's say, and I'm not alone in that obviously. So I think the future of work is obvious coming out of the pandemic here in late March, 2021, hopefully coming out of the pandemic, please. Um, <laughs> it's something to think about a lot. How will people work differently? I love Delta Airlines. I'm a diamond medallion, you know, whatever. I don't know if Delta is ever coming back to the way that it was because they thrived on business travel. And I just don't think, I think business travel will pick up and then there will be a lot of business travel, but I don't, I'm not sure it will ever go back or won't go back for a long time to how much it was because a lot of the travel that we're doing was unnecessary. So remote, yeah. remote work and also remote learning. Think of how your kids have been learning the last year. Think of how colleges have been operating. Education is right to be disrupted. And um, I think there's going to be a lot of disruption in education. So there's two there's yes. one idea kind of a second idea is obviously uh, the blockchain, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Like we, like I said, we, we invest in a really interesting um, crypto company here in Utah called Taxbit. They just announced a week or two ago, the largest series A in Utah history. They raised a hundred million dollars 
Obviously, the blockchain, uh, cryptocurrency, and all that goes along with that is decentralized um, currency is super interesting, NFTs, et cetera. And then the third one I'd say, obviously, is just AI, you know, like um, artificial intelligence, robotics, you know, how we uh, mass, or sorry, um, tasks, I should say, transportation as a service, yes. uh, I think, Um what other things, what other AI functions can be taken over in mundane accounting, let's say, for instance, or other things. There's three big trends that I think are interesting to observe and look at and, and possibly participate in or think about. Yeah. I, I'm thinking a lot about those things. What is the best story from your career? Oh, Nathan, I don't know. I, I'm really proud of what we accomplished at Peak Ventures, which rebranded a year or a year and a half ago to Album Ventures, album.vc. And I'm proud because we start, I started it, hired the team. Um, and again, we had nothing. We had no investments. You know, we invested in Podium, one of the very first investments, if not the first investment in Fund One. It was two guys, sharp, uh, young entrepreneurs, Dennis and Eric, and um, they now have a thousand employees. So from two to a thousand employees. And like I said, the investments that we've made here, especially in the state of Utah, which we love and are biased towards, and we've lived here our whole married lives. And um, <coughs> the 10,000 jobs that have been created here, by the entrepreneurs and those exciting, fast growing companies. I'm really proud of that work. And by the way, um, when we first, I know it's, anyways, I don't know how much of your audience is in uh, Utah or in the Intermountain West, but when we first launched the venture fund like seven or eight years ago, people told us in Utah, there's enough capital in Utah. We don't need more money. Utah County doesn't need its own venture fund. We were the first institutional venture fund in Utah County. We had a vision and man, it's even surpassed our, our wildest dreams. And I would argue, this is one of the reasons I ran for governor. Um, I think that Utah, the growth in Utah is only going to accelerate the next decade, even though it's been rabid the last five years, the next decade is going to even be more. I thought we needed a smart plan from our governor or political leader for the growth that we're experiencing to make sure that our quality of life stays good and anyways, a lot of some of that is a product of the additional capital that has been infused into our ecosystem by Peak slash Album Ventures um, and, and other venture investors. So I'm really proud of that and excited about the future of that. I, like I said, I think we're like in the third inning of a really good growth game here. And I'm looking forward to the next chapters and seeing entrepreneurs grow and um jobs get created. That's always fun. Thank you so much, Jeff, for sharing your stories and insights with us today. Here's some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, if we want to maintain and grow our relationships, whether personal or professional, we need to make time for that person. Number two, we need to be patient with the weaknesses of others and be patient during disagreements. A moment of lost patience can have permanently damaging effects on our relationships. 
Number three, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And if we expect others to be patient with us as we work on our weaknesses, we should be patient with others as they work on theirs. Number four, as we come into conflict in a relationship, 99% of the time, the answer to that problem or that challenge is to just love them. If you want to learn more about Jeff or connect with him, you can find him on LinkedIn or Twitter or visit his company's website at peakcapitalpartners.com. And there's links to those sites in the blog post for this episode on monetizationnation.com. Do you want to be a better digital monetizer? Then please follow these channels to receive free digital monetization content. Number one, you can get a free passion marketing ebook and learn how to be a top priority of your ideal customers at passionmarketing.com. Number two, you can subscribe to the free monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com. Number three, please subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast and YouTube channel. And number four, please follow Monetization Nation on Instagram and Twitter. How do you maintain your personal and professional relationships? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in building stronger relationships with the people who matter most to you. Do you want to become a better digital monetizer? To receive great monetization stories and secrets, please go to monetizationnation.com and join free. And if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the show and share it.